Welcome to the Moms Who Money podcast, where every week we chat about all things related to money, mom life, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Eileen Joy, and I am a money and mindset coach for moms, teaching you how to confidently go from living paycheck to paycheck to making money easy. Money doesn't have to be hard. It is possible to break the chains, and I'm going to show you how. Get ready to join the Moms Who Money. Welcome back to the Moms Who Money podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. I am so grateful for you being here. You're going to love today's topic. We are diving into self-esteem and money. And this is such a juicy topic that's going to give you so much to think about, basically through the lens of your own life. If you've been listening to the show and you find that you keep coming back for more, would you please take a second to rate the show five stars? There's two ways to do it, either on Apple iTunes or on Spotify. Those are the only two places that lets you rate. So it literally takes a second. You can quickly hit pause and come right back. Another fun way to help the show grow is to write a review. And there really is only one official way to do it, and that's using Apple iTunes. And if you listen on iTunes, just please take a moment to just write a review, write a glowing review, because, you know, no one wants a bad review. (laughs) And that will only take you 30 seconds to maybe a minute, depending upon how much you want to write. It would, first of all, mean so much to me because I love reading your reviews. They just make me so excited and so happy. I love knowing that you get so much value from me sitting here talking into this microphone. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm talking to nobody, you know, because I'm just sitting here by myself with a microphone and just knowing that I'm helping you and I'm providing value to your life. It means everything to me. That's why I started this. So the more ratings and the more reviews that the show gets, the more that sneaky little algorithm picks up that the show actually exists. And then it gets suggested to more moms. And that's really the point, right? So help another mom, write a review. And then if you're not on Apple, you can always send me a review. You can email it to me. You can send it to me on Instagram. Just DM it to me. You can take a screenshot of the show, put it in your stories and write a little something. You know, everything helps and everything helps to get it out to more people. It's so funny how many people reach out to me after a friend told them about this podcast. And then they start following me on Instagram and they start listening to the show and it changes their life. But they wouldn't have known about it because money's that taboo subject. You know, money, they don't talk, people don't talk about it. Lots of people just don't talk about it because of all the feelings, the anxiety, the embarrassment, the shame and all these things because society makes us feel a certain way. You could even have a friend or even a family member who seems like they're doing fine, but They really need financial help, but they're not telling you about it. And you wouldn't even know because they're not talking about it with anyone. When you simply share a screenshot of the show, share it to your stories, or even if you just send someone a link personally, text it to them, you send them an episode, it really becomes part of that ripple effect that could potentially change someone's life forever. I mean, think back. Do you remember how you found the show? Did someone recommend it to you or was it suggested on your podcast app or... Did you see it on someone's stories even? Or, you know, did you hear one of my numerous podcast interviews on someone else's show? I've done a ton of interviews and I still have more coming up. Either way, you're here and you're interested in changing your financial situation, right? But think about all those people that you know that whose lives that could change 
just from being here. So when you post your screenshot, please remember to tag me. My tag is at Eileen Joy Money Coach on Instagram. And I will definitely share your story on my stories and give you a shout out. Oh, I also, you know, I want to mention, <laughs> I made a note so I would remember to talk about this because I have to mention that so, <laughs> so many of you let me know that you listen to my show with your kids around. So I've been really trying to curb my potty mouth. Now that my son's also getting older, he's 11 years old, in case you didn't know, he's constantly saying, mommy, bad word, mommy, bad word. <laughs> so I've been trying to watch my mouth and, you know, I might let one slip here and there, but when you and I work together, either one-on-one or during money school for moms, I don't watch my mouth unless I know your kids are around and they can hear me. I'm not sure if I mentioned this before on the podcast, but kind of recently, my son and I came up with this replacement word for the F word, which is my favorite word, if you didn't know. And I'll bet you can't guess what the word is, unless we're friends. Hi, Melanie. I know you know, because we were just talking about this in the car the other day, (laughs) and I know you're listening. So shout out to Melanie, who is one of my best friends that I've ever had in my whole life. And we did a photo shoot over the weekend for my new website that is currently being built by Jenny, the extraordinaire, the amazing digital creator. And we're hoping to have it completed, hopefully within the next week or two. I'm just so excited about it. Anyway, so Melanie and my son Sebastian came with me to be in some photos and I didn't realize how much help that I was going to need. And they both helped me so much. And Melanie, you are an amazing friend. And it was also the hottest day of the season so far here in Atlanta, Georgia, and the sweat was insane. So thank you, Melanie. Thank you, Sebastian. He listens to the show. So I'm giving you a shout out, Sebastian. Thank you for helping me. And of course, Shannon, the awesome photographer. So if you need a photographer here in Atlanta, let me know and I will definitely pass her info along to you. Oh, anyway, our replacement word is baguette, like the bread. (laughs) So now I say, what the baguette on the regular around my son? And we all know what it means, but now we laugh about it and he's, he giggles. I might even say it here on the show just because I'm getting so used to saying it. So just so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and oh, Sebastian and I went to Panera the other day and the cashier asked him if he wanted a baguette with his soup and he just burst out laughing. He said, mommy, that just got me. And he just started giggling. It was hilarious. He's like, I wasn't expecting that. It also was his first time at Panera. So he really didn't know. And we had only gone there because it was spirit night for a fundraiser for his school. And so like there was a a portion of the proceeds from every transaction that they did, as long as you mention the school name, like the money goes to their school. So we went there on purpose so that we could help donate to the school and get a really yummy meal. So Anyway, I could just go on and on and on about my life, and I really should just do a life date episode, because I keep saying that I'm going to. I'm going to do that. I could just talk about my life and all the stuff that's happening. (laughs) There's always something going on. Anyway, on to today's topic. It is so incredible how our emotions come into play when it comes to money. Most of the time, you really aren't even paying attention, and you have no idea, unless you're literally in tears, then obviously you're very aware. I recently read a study that was done about how your emotions are directly related to your money situation. Now, I always say that your life is directly related to your money situation because it is, but it also ties into your emotions, 
right? And it pulls you in all different directions. And so this was just really a fascinating study. And I'll tell you a little bit about it. So what they said was the more that you earn, the more likely that you'll feel emotions more like pride and confidence, and then obviously less likely to feel emotions like worry and sadness. So for the most part, if you're a higher income earner, you'll feel more content and your self-worth might even be higher than someone making a lower income. Whether you realize it or not, your income reflects deeply on your mental health and your overall emotional well-being. And this particular study was fascinating because the researchers analyzed data from five different studies. Data or data? What do you say? Data or data? Does it matter, really? Potato, potato? I don't know. Anyway, every time I hear that word, I think of... (laughs) Anyway, so there was data from five different studies and they actually, like encompassing all of these five studies, they surveyed over 1.6 million people across 162 countries. So that's a lot of people from a lot of different areas, right? And basically what they found was that we're all human. We're all human. Doesn't matter where you live. Doesn't matter at all, right? All humans have the same emotions. And they found consistent evidence to show that the higher your income, the greater the positive and self-regard emotions that were felt, like pride and confidence and determination. And the lower the income, the lower the negative self-regard emotions were felt, like anxiety and sadness and just feeling all out of control. And then they also found that emotions that people feel towards each other were similar, but only for certain kinds of emotions. So the more money that you make, the more likely you'll feel pride and confidence instead of feeling frustrated and worried and sadness about making less money. They also did find that regardless of earning more or less does not make you more or less capable of feeling love, gratitude, and compassion. Thank God for that, right? We all need kindness in the world and love and gratitude and compassion. So that's a good find. (laughs) But what does this all mean to you? Like, where do you feel like you fall in all of this? Where do you fall in the mix? I just find this study so interesting because there's so many confident women who I work with that make great money, but they don't know what to do with it. And that also does cause anxiety and stress. So do you think that your self-worth has everything to do with your net worth? So what do I mean by that? Your self-worth, honestly, it really all comes down to how you value yourself, right? And how you value yourself through your self-talk and your emotions. And your self-talk is really the most important part of putting value on yourself. So I know you've heard this probably a million times, right? You wouldn't say to your best friend the things that you say to yourself, right? You wouldn't, like when you look in the mirror and you talk down to yourself and all those things, you wouldn't say that to your best friend, right? So your own self-talk is the most important part of putting the value on yourself. When you take a look at your own net worth, regardless of your income, and then you tell yourself that it's not good enough and therefore you're not good enough, I mean, what is, where does that get you? I mean, do you even know how to calculate your own net worth? Most people don't. It's really rather simple. All it is is just like your net worth is just a snapshot of a moment in time of the difference between your assets and your liabilities. That's it. And it changes. Every single day, it changes. Not huge leaps and bounds every single day, but the number changes every single day. So all you need to do is add up all of your cash, add up all your investments, add those together, and then you subtract out all of your debts. 
So that would leave you with either a positive or a negative number. And some people also like to use the equity in their home to add to their net worth. So it's up to you if you want to do that. I like to just choose use the money that is actually available to you. you like you don't have to sell any like your house and move and have this whole big production to get the money. If you want to sell some stocks, it's not a huge production. If you want to take some money out of the bank, it's not, you know, it's easily accessible. Not completely liquid, but more easily accessible. So it's totally up to you if you want to do that. But just a simple, keeping it simple, add your cash and investments together, and then subtract out your debts. And that's it. So you either have that negative number or the positive number. So if you've got a negative number, which a lot of people do because student loans mortgages, all these things, right? It pulls the number down. But basically your first goal, if you do have a negative number, is obviously to get to zero, right? Break even, get to zero, bring it up to zero. And then that's when you really can get started on working towards that positive number so that you at least have a fighting chance of retiring. You know, you don't have to work until the day you die. And that's what I see so much now. I see people chatter about it on Facebook and other places of just, you know, joking around about it, but it's really not a joke. And I know that, you know, people pretend that they're kidding, but it's a scary place to be thinking to yourself, wow, is this all that life is? Is it just working? No, life is supposed to be fun, right? We're supposed to use our money for fun, but not spend every penny on fun so that later on, we can't have any fun. And then, you know, when you get older, if something happens to you and you need money and, you know, God forbid you have an illness or you have to, you know, go into like an assisted living place, you know, how are you going to pay for that? You know, insurance doesn't cover all of that. So planning for all these things is really important. It's things we don't really want to think about, but it's really important to plan for it. So you don't have to worry about it. You know, then you can just Set it, forget it, and enjoy your life. But it really is amazing at how many professional women do have a negative number because of student loans and all these other things, right? All these debts that you have from school and just, you know, types of debts even maybe due to your profession. Like if you have an advanced degree, like a master's or a doctorate or some type of medical degree, you have a ton of debt. The higher on the scale of your of your degree, the higher the debt you have, unfortunately, Right? And I do work with many professional women who have advanced degrees and great jobs. They make great money and they still feel like they're they're not where they need to be. They feel like they should be in a specific place. And, you know, whatever, you know, personal finance is personal. Everyone's shoulds are different, right? We all should do this and should do that. And then we're all shoulding all over ourselves. And you don't even really know the real numbers, you know, you just... Letting society choose, right? Our society just, they place they. Who is they, you know? <laughs> Our society. Ugh. Everything is all placed on just a high significance on how much you make, right? How big or how many houses you have, how many cars you have, what kind of car you have, what brand of clothes you wear, how many, what, luxury vacations you take in exotic locations, which restaurants you go to, like, where do you dine? You know, like, it all just goes on and on and on. And what you're posting and showing off and embellishing and only showing the good stuff. You know, it's so sad because as a society, we've completely lost sight of what truly matters, right? What truly matters about other people and especially ourselves. And we think that we are only as good or as valuable as the money we make or what we have, like our stuff. 
you know, our culture. They created the Joneses. I talk about these Joneses. I'm so angry with these Joneses. I want to say baguette the Joneses, but that doesn't really sound right. (laughs) Anyway, you get the idea. You're constantly just feeling judged, you know, like that's just the way that life is. You're just constantly feeling judged. Like you only matter as a person based on the amount of stuff and the money that you have, right? And this is exactly what's been messing with your head, which has created your money story or partially created it. It's part of it, right? So judging your own self-worth based on this will have a significant negative consequence on really your own self-esteem, your self-perception, and your mental health. So what do you do? Well, you're already on to step one, getting a financial education, right? Whether you start with this podcast, pick up a book, work with me one-on-one, or join the summer session of Money School for Moms, you're headed in the right direction. And I do need to say, Money School for Moms had a late start due to unforeseen life circumstances, which is, I guess, why I need to do another life. I need to do a life update. So if you've been on the fence about enrolling, now is your chance because we're starting in a couple of weeks. Money School for Moms really is the program that I wish that I had when I was learning about money. It's finance for beginners. I teach you all the tips, the tricks, the hacks, the strategies, everything I know about how to make your money make thousands of dollars for you. You'll know exactly what to do with your money when you get paid. And then you just set it on autopilot so that while you're out enjoying your life, having fun, taking vacations, your money's working for you while you're sleeping. So I've taken everything that I teach my one-on-one clients and added even more to it for an insanely low price that you will not believe. And all you need to do is set up a 15-minute Zoom call with me, see if the program is right for you and get all your questions answered. And then we'll get you started. We'll make it, we'll make it rain. We'll make it rain <laughs> for you and your kids. I want to put the link in the show notes or you can just go right to my website, momswhomoney.com. I know I say it a lot, but the financial system in this country is definitely set up to make you fail. So once you empower yourself with a financial education, you'll win at the game of money every single time, I swear. And knowing what you value about yourself, what do you consider to be successful? And really what makes you happy is really the first step to having a positive view of your self-worth and your positive self-perception, right? It shouldn't have anything to do with anything else. What qualities do you have that you're proud of? Maybe you're honest, you're hardworking or caring, trustworthy, non-judgmental. These are all the people, these are all the qualities of of things that I look for in friends. (laughs) I mean, you're good at maybe a sport or writing or cooking. You could be a good friend, a mother, a sister or a partner. Like there's so many things, different qualities about yourself that have nothing to do with anyone else, right? What do you consider successful? Maybe it's having a great job, being able to put food on the table, helping others, taking care of family, I mean, what truly makes you happy? Spending time outside, reading, working out, having random conversations with strangers, maybe people like whenever I travel alone, I meet the most amazing people on vacation. Maybe gardening. So many people love gardening. Whatever it is about yourself that you appreciate, what you consider to be successful and what makes you truly happy, just embrace that. These aspects 
seriously are what make you unique and special because that at the end of the day is all that matters. And I say this all the time, but it's so true. When we have comparisonitis and we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people, you're always going to think that you're not good enough at something and then you're going to have a bad day. So instead of watching everybody else, go inward. Ask yourself these questions. You know, really figure out what's so special about you and what do you love about yourself? Maybe like what do other people tell you that they love about you? You know, sometimes the people will give you a compliment and you're like, oh, no, that's not me. You know, and you just completely throw it away. You know, work on taking compliments. Say thank you. You know? Maybe take some time this week to really journal. Go journal about this topic and just see what comes up for you. Take some of these questions, rewind, and go listen to these questions that I was just asking. Like, what qualities do you re- that you have that you're really proud of? Like, what do you love about yourself? Go take five, ten minutes and go write down, you know, what do I love about myself? And just start making a list. Like, really see what comes up for you. I mean, I would love it if you would share with me. You can always send me an email Eileen at EileenJoy.com or DM me on Instagram anytime. I love hearing from you. And if any of this information resonated with you, please take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your socials and with your friends. And please remember to tag me at EileenJoyMoneyCoach. And I thank you so much for being here today. Thank yourself for taking the time to invest in yourself today. And remember that you are your own best investment. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, please share on your social media and tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving. The only way this podcast grows is by you sharing it. Please rate, review, and subscribe down below. See you next week.